Welcome to another episode of Glitter Hour with Mia Clemencia Fernandez, where we talk about life lessons for young kids today. Hey, Mia girl, how you doing? I'm good, thank you, Mom. We are recording our last podcast for 2023, which feels really crazy. We're Tell almost, me about it. Yeah, we're almost at school holidays, so you finish up on Wednesday, and then we fly out to the U.S. on Friday, so we'll be gone for a couple of weeks and just taking a break from podcasting. Um, but Mia, what have you been up to today? I went to church, then I went to jujitsu, then I went to the adult jujitsu, then I did cookie making with you, and now I'm here. We did so many cookies today for all of Mia's teachers and Mason's teachers, and Mia was extra helpful this year. You pretty much made the cookies, didn't you? I sure did, Mum. You are awesome, Mia girl. What would you like to talk about on the last podcast for 2023? Well, this is kind of an uncommon podcast. I'm going to talk to you about my experience in water polo. Which is, I'm really looking forward to because I've enjoyed watching you grow in this sport. And we've done a lot of your other sports, so it seemed like the right time to try and do water polo and talk to your listeners about it. So, Mia, it's not a traditional sport. Whenever you think of school, you probably think of soccer and uh, basketball. tennis, basketball, yes, things like that. Uh, water polo isn't normally something that people think about doing and trying. So nope. talk to me about how you got introduced to the sport. Well... My friend Matilda, who has been on this podcast before, her dad used to play water polo, mm-hmm. and her dad got them into it, and then Matilda said, oh, it's really fun, how about you go and try it? And Friday I had free, so... We gave it a go. Yeah. Talk to me about the first time that you got in the pool for water polo, because it's very different. Well, water polo is a really different sport, so obviously the strokes are different. Mm. So you don't it's just an, do freestyle? No, we have head up freestyle. We have water polo backstroke, which basically where your back isn't in the water and you'll just... I wish you could see Mia right now. So what she's showing you is it's still backstroke, but you're you're going so strongly that your back is lifted up out of the water. Yeah. And what about butterfly breaststroke, which is a really weird one? Your oh, arms yeah. are... What's happening? Your, your arms do butterfly and your legs do breaststroke. And then guess what it is for breaststroke? Breaststroke with breaststroke legs. Well, right. That's or just double kick breaststroke. So how did you find the switch between traditional swimming lessons into water polo since the strokes are so different? Well, they're really different. I didn't really have a problem with it because in water polo, even if your head is up, you're still doing freestyle. Mm. Even if you're doing breaststroke, you are still doing the butterfly arms. So it's just like kind of chopping and changing a few of them. Okay. Do you wear goggles? Well, when you're like doing the warm-up and stuff, you're allowed to wear goggles. But in water polo, you're not allowed to wear goggles. Because if the ball hits you in the face, knock on wood, then the goggles would naturally push into your face and it would be really uncomfortable. And I don't know. Okay. So let's go back to your first day because I've, I've started to ask more questions. Sorry. You learned some new strokes and you learned something called... Egg beater. Okay, and that was pretty fundamental to water polo. This is a completely different, it's not even a stroke. Tell me about what egg beater is and how you learned. In water polo, you are not allowed to, like, touch the bottom of the pool. You can't actually touch the bottom of the pool, even if you wanted to. Yeah, so you have to have, like, a stroke that would keep you up. It's Mm -hmm. not really even a stroke. Something that would keep you up. And it's where your legs kind of go in circles, but in opposite directions. Okay, and you're... If anybody knows what an egg beater looks like, a handheld mixer, that's essentially what your legs are doing. Yeah. But it keeps you, you're you're treading water, aren't you? Yeah, you're treading water. 
And you can now move forward and backwards yeah. while doing egg beater. And it just yeah. looks like you're a floating head. Actually, your shoulders are up as well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So at the end of, you, obviously at the end of the first day though, you didn't have all these strokes mastered. How long have you been doing water polo? I've been doing water polo for a year and a half. Okay. So it's taken a while to get used to these strokes. Yes, it um, has. But go back to your first day because I was quite nervous your first day. It was a whole hour in a two meter deep pool. You're learning to tread water, but clearly not very good at it yet since it was your first day. Yeah. And what happened? Well, I was so tired that I began to like just drift underwater and like <laughs> hang out underwater. And uh, my mom was like, just come up, Mia, come up. I rushed to the edge of the pool and I was like, are you, are you okay? And you said, I'm just so tired, I'm resting on the bottom. <laughs> And I said, come to the wall, rest on the wall, please don't rest on the bottom. So I think message there is for anybody who's thinking about trying water polo, the first day is going to be really hard and please don't rest on the bottom. (laughs) Unless you ask, you say to your parents, can I rest on the bottom? And they say, no, they won't though. Nobody wants their kid (laughs) resting on the bottom. Tell me, Mia, did you like water polo from the start or was there some apprehension? When I first, on my first day, I was like, Okay, I have to do this every day, every two days now. How am I meant to handle this? Mm. And then as I got it, it became easier, okay. and I got I started getting some goals and actually understanding the understanding sport. what I was meant to be doing. Like because in water polo, you can only catch with one hand. You right. can't catch with two because if you do that, it's a foul. Okay. So it's, it's and just different. Trust isn't me. It? So once I was playing against these really good year six girls, mm-hmm. and one of them even caught it with it two hands. So you can't really stop it, but you can try your best not to. Right. Yeah. It, it's something that I think it's just muscle memory, and you get yeah. used to using. And plus, as your hands grow, your grip strength, yeah. being able to to hold the ball. Although in saying that, you don't actually hold it. You almost cradle the ball, don't you? Yeah. Because if you grip it, it pops right out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So much to talk about. Now, this year, Mia, you joined the Barbarians. So let me just describe to your listeners. On Friday nights, Mia plays water polo games. And then on Saturdays, it's all technique. So two days a week, she's in water polo. Friday night, whenever you're playing games, you've enjoyed playing games, but you've always been against kids your own age. Yeah. This year, you were asked to join the Barbarian team. So tell me about the Barbarian team and how they came to be. The Barbarian team is basically a team of people who are really good at in their age group. Mm-hmm. They're really good at water polo and they like it and all of that. And then they stay for an extra 45 minutes mm-hmm. and play people from year six. And So you're nine-year-old? So, yeah. You're nine years old playing thir- 12 and 13-year-olds? Yeah. How's that going for you? It's pretty hard, isn't it? <laughs> um, It's hard. We don't usually score a lot of goals. The last Barbarian, our coach actually hopped in with us. But, like, she wasn't allowed to score and stuff like that, but she helped us, and Mm -hmm. it was actually quite fun to play. It's something different, isn't it? Yeah. Quite challenging to play against people who have been in the sport a bit longer than you as well. So what have you learned, and how has your game changed since joining the Barbarians? Every week I'm playing against kids who are way older than me, and probably way better than me. Mm-hmm. And every week I feel like I learn something new. I used to always tread water near their goal when the water polo fight was all the way on the other side. Mm-hmm. And when I should probably shouldn't have 
should have been helping, but instead I just tread water near the goal and didn't do anything. And I've learned my lesson that that's not what we should do anymore. Like, so you're understanding positions more. Yeah. So I think it definitely helps whenever you play against people who are more skilled than you because you get to see an example of what good looks like. And one thing that I've noticed with you is, number one, your throwing has gotten further. You're actually throwing the ball further, I think, because you see other people doing it and you know you're capable. And also, whenever the ball is coming, you're ahead of the ball, so you're going on attack you start to do that water polo backstroke so you can always see, I want to say see the field, but I suppose it's see the pool and see what's happening. So I think that is something I've seen change in you since you've joined this team. And how does it feel to play back-to-back games when you're going from 4.30 until 6.15? How do you manage your energy levels? I just know that I have to keep going and it's nearly done and I just have to battle my hardest for my team, Mm -hmm. barbarian or not. Like, for example, just because I'm playing against older students doesn't mean in the other other games that I'm not doing in barbarian that I have to not try my hardest. Like, in both games I have to try my hardest because they both mean a lot. Mm. Now, Mia, this is your first team sport. So everything else you've ever done, swimming or run club or jujitsu, those are individual. Or rock climbing. Yeah, rock climbing. Those are all individual sports. So this is your first time experiencing a team. How are you finding it? Look, I really like it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't just start saying, I wouldn't say, oh, mom, can I try some other team sports? Because I think being in a pool is really good for me mm-hmm. and... Like, I just feel like I can move easier in a pool, and I like the idea of water polo and how it works and stuff. Do you ever get worried that you're letting the other teammates down? No pressure? Nope. Never feel that. That's awesome. I think sometimes whenever you join a team, it changes the dynamic and the way you feel because you've got other people who are counting on you. But that's really great that you're feeling, you know, do the best I can and... My team is all, they're all have the best intentions as well, right? Yeah, because I, I doubt my team would say, oh, me, you could have done better on that goal. Mm. Like every time I get a goal, they'll say, congratulations, Mia, great job. Every time I miss a goal, they'll always say, good try, Mia, that was a really good shoot. And And you've also started doing a lot of assisting. Do you want to explain what an assist is? An assist is passing the ball to someone and then they shoot the goal. Okay, how does that feel whenever you do that? Well, to be honest, it doesn't feel as great as shooting a goal, but I do feel proud. I I just congratulate the person who shoots. Like if you do an assist, no one will come up to you and say, oh, great, assist Mia. They'll just say they'll congratulate the person who shoots. Mm, I still think assists are great. (laughs) I think I love watching you play. Mia, thanks so much for your listeners who might consider this sport. Obviously, they would need to go and find a club that ran it. For those of my listeners who are based in Sydney, I train at Jamoin Border Polo Club, and our team is the Jamoin Devils. Awesome. I think that's a great shout-out to your club. And um, what would be your advice for getting started? Well, my advice is never to give up. Okay. Because water polo, when you start, it's really tough to learn how to do it. Did you find it very helpful to start with a friend because you and Matilda started together? Well, it's really good to have a friend because you're on the same skills. You can teach them what you know. And sometimes it's good to just have a friend who believes in you. Good reason, Mia. So maybe we should tell our listeners to recruit some friends and think about starting this new sport because you really love it. I do, Mum.
Thank you so much for sharing this great piece of your life with us. I really appreciate it. No worries, Mum. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe onto Apple Podcasts or your favourite listening app, and we'd love for you to please rate or review us. We have a website, glitterhour.com, where you can submit feedback and recommend topics for me to cover on a future podcast. As always, thank you for your support. Mia Girl, it is time to sign off for 2023. This is Mia signing off. Let's go play water polo. Woohoo!